You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. Scott Branson, Mo Moten with you. We are here uh, to talk about the Raiders, and we talked a little bit about the quarterback stuff in the first story, uh, or in the first segment, I should say. Mo, there also was a story popped out on Tuesday that Darren Waller had talked about Tom Brady and that he he swore that Tom Brady was headed for Las Vegas if he didn't retire. Now, why that matters, I don't know. I think it's just an off-season headline, but really interesting because all the stories were heard about, hey, where would Tom Brady go? And then, of course, he decided to retire. I think he did the right thing probably for his family situation after what happened with him last year. But interesting that uh, everyone's kind of everyone suspected Vegas because of Josh McDaniels would be a good spot uh, as well as the offensive lineup there. But Tom Brady, probably looking at the Raiders defense, <laughs> probably helped him retire. I would assume so. If you think about what Tom Brady has had with the Patriots for the most part, even when he had with Tampa Bay, even with that Bucks offense struggling, Bucks off Bucks defense was still, I believe, top 10, maybe been top eight, top five. So He's probably looking at the Raiders saying, yeah, I mean, I know Josh McDaniel's system. They're conflicting reports on how close they are. I don't think that really mattered. But when you look at the weapons, that's appealing. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, if he's resigned, that's appealing. But he's probably looking at it like, I will have to throw the ball 750 times because the defense <laughs> is just, I, I lead the offense down for a touchdown. The defense is going to give up a touchdown. So, he, he probably wanted to go to a team, I think if the Raiders had a more complete team, whereas their defense was top 12 and with the weapons that they have on offense, maybe he would have gave it a longer thought. Mm-hmm. But he probably just didn't see Vegas as a spot where he could compete for a title. Because let's be honest, Tom Brady, if he's playing, he wants to compete for a Super Bowl. He's not going to be part of a rebuilding project. No, that's what it's all about. And, and to me... Uh, makes a lot of sense. Now, the other thing was we're not we're done with the Derek Carr conversation here, but this one fits in with the idea that Aaron Rodgers could be considering the Raiders, the Jets. Uh, Derek Carr visits with the New York Jets there where you are, Mo, in, in NYC. It's why you've been like on every Jets podcast show, uh, I think, it, that there is in the last week and a half. Uh, and it's interesting now Raider fans and Jet fans are fighting on Twitter. <laughs> The Jet fans uh, making fun of the Raider organization 
And then people saying, wait, you're the Jets um, and quarterback and all that kind of stuff. But Derek Carr uh, it didn't walk away with a deal, which is interesting. I have a take on that. But um, certainly uh, David Carr, the mouthpiece for Derek Carr uh, on NFL Network, talking about his brother and his visit and wearing a green tie, by the way, on the NFL Network. Crazy stuff. Um, and it sounds like Derek Carr enjoyed himself. Uh, Robert Salia, of course, Todd Downing is there now in New York. So there seems like a lot of fit there. The Derek Carr decision, and if Derek Carr decided to sign with the Jets and the Jets want to sign Derek Carr, um, how does that still impact the Raiders? Well, it impacts them on the Aaron Rodgers point, right? And that's where people are talking about it because if Aaron Rodgers only has a couple spots that he'll go and it happens to be New York and Las Vegas, if Carr goes to New York, then Rodgers still available. If Rodgers goes to New York, then that kind of blows up that plan for the Raiders if it's indeed in the cards at all. Right. And I think people are going to say, why are you talking about Derek Carr? We're over this. Why are, why are we? Just? It matters simp- as you just laid out so eloquently that if Derek Carr were to go to New York, sign with the Jets, it increases the likelihood that the Raiders could get Aaron Rodgers because simply because the three teams that I've seen associated or linked to Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, the Raiders, and the Titans. Yep. And let me tell you, I don't think the Titans link is that strong. Think about mm-hmm. it. The t- who did the Titans have a wide receiver? Traylon Burks is their <laughs> best wide receiver. And he had an up-and-down rookie year. I, know, I understand he got hurt. He had a concussion. He had a slow offseason. Now, he could pick it up. But as far as the numbers are concerned, I believe Robert Woods led them in receiving yards. And Robert Woods had a down year. He had a career low of 527 receiving yards and only two touchdowns. Rodgers mm-hmm. ha- wouldn't have any weapons in Tennessee. And on top of that, is, is Tennessee's offense really something that Aaron Rodgers will say, yeah, I want to attach my last year or my final years to that? I understand they have Derrick Henry, but other than that, what do they have? Their offensive line isn't even that good. There's, there are talks that they may even cut Taylor Lewan, who's had a down year and was hurt. So I, I don't see how the Titans are appealing for Aaron Rodgers. I think when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, if he decides he wants to continue his playing career, it's going to be Jets or Raiders. And as we, as you just said, and as I just said, if Carr were to go to the Jets, it means that it increases the chance a lot for the Raiders. It, let's say, let's say Aaron Rodgers says, I only want to play for the Raiders, kind of like what Devontae Adams did this past right. offseason. Let's say Aaron Rodgers says, I only want to play for the Raiders if you're going to trade. I want to be traded, but I only want to go to the Raiders. That could drive down the price because then it's like, okay, we we have to deal this guy. 59 point i believe 59.5 million in guarantees the packers are not going to want to be on the hook for that they're going to want to deal and rogers and move on so that that trade request that the packers want those two first rounders or first rounder and a third rounder it may come down to a second rounder and if it does then i'd say okay i would be more okay with that it makes more sense you're not giving up a first round pick for him you're giving up a second round pick for one year of aaron Rodgers. now you still got to pay him which you know kind of hampers the money that you can spend on the defense but a second round pick isn't bad for a guy who won four league MVPs. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast no and 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 that's where uh, we went we went overboard in the last episode or last uh, segment talking about how i think that it's the wrong move but to your point that's why the car to the Jets thing matters, because if that were to happen, then I absolutely agree, because we're all the reports we're seeing out of Green Bay is that they're done with him. They're disappointed. They don't want anything to do with him. Everybody's soured on him, not just the fans, but that's the reports coming out of sources within the organization. If that's the key, you're right, Mo. The price starts to come down. Now, Derek Carr, or excuse me, uh, Derek Carr going to New York puts Aaron Rodgers in in a situation where he's then got to pick a team. And unless somebody emerges out of nowhere, uh, the Dallas Cowboy, I mean, somebody like that, then suddenly uh, that could drive the price up. Otherwise, if he has no options and Green Bay says, we got to get rid of this guy and the money, then you're right. It'll drive the brown, the price down significantly. If you can get him for a second and a third next year or something like that, then, yeah, you pull the trigger and you still even go get a young rookie quarterback, even though he's not going to be a tutor type quarterback. So, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting, and that's why it matters with the Derek Carr situation with the Jets. With the Saints, no. With other teams that Derek Carr may visit, no. Um, but I will say this, and I know the people who love Derek Carr will take this as a negative, but it's just fact, and I've heard it for, from other analysts too, which is you know, David Carr said, well, Derek Carr is going to take his time. Well, guess what? If somebody had given him a really good offer, he would have already taken it. I don't care what they say. <laughs> so clearly these teams are kicking the tires on the car, they're not ready to buy the car, even if they think it drives nice and they like it. So it'll be interesting to see how that does. But certainly what happens in New York has an impact on the Raiders situation. And we'll have to wait and see. And, and you're there, so you'll tell us. Yeah, I wish I was there to have the dinner with Carr and Robert Sala and Jess Brass to kind of give my input on things. I'm sure Carr would be like, Who's, get this Mo, Midtown Mo dude out of here. He's, Midtown he's, Mo. He's not pro car enough for, to join this dinner. No, but yes. I'm, but I, I want to say this too. I want to be careful about talking in absolutes because people will say, "Well, you guys don't like the the Rogers idea. Why would you then support it if the price come down comes down?" And I would say, I think I mentioned on a, a previous show, there are a couple of stipulations that I would say okay to a Rogers deal, and it's number one that you don't give up a first round pick for him. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving up a first round pick for a guy who's going to give me one year. I think that's what number one. Number two, if Rodgers is going to come to Las Vegas, I would want him to make a two-year commitment. So that means if I'm giving up draft capital for you, I'm going to have to put protections on, let's say, a 2024 pick if, if that's what it costs. So let's say the, the Packers want a, a second rounder in 2024 as well. I would make that a conditional pick saying that if Rodgers retires, that that pick comes off the board. If he plays, then you keep the pick. Right. So, again, I would want Rodgers to commit two years if I'm going to give up even a second rounder for him. Because, again, one year is just not – we're going to pay him all this money and we're only going to get one year out of him while we right. have to rebuild the defense. To me, it just doesn't make sense. So, again, the price would have to come down. 
and he would have to commit two years to play in Vegas. None of this, oh, I got to figure out what I'm going to do at the end of the season and leave the Raiders in limbo, waiting for him to make his decision after he comes from a, another four-day darkness retreat or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like buying a house in California near an earthquake fault. If you tell me, hey, listen, this is a $10 million house. And I said, yeah, but it's on an earthquake fault. And you say, okay, listen, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the house for $5 million and I'll give you I'll give you a two-year guarantee that if an earthquake destroys this house, then I'll give you your money back. Okay, great. So then I might be more apt to make the deal. And that's the point. Look, I'm not saying that they shouldn't sign Aaron Rodgers at any cost. I'm or I, I am saying that. What I'm saying <laughs> is that if you can get him, if you can get him on a good contract, a good deal, and make sure he's going to be there for two years, then fine. Because then in the second year, guess what? You've had right. two drafts. You've had all that money to build up that, and you got to restructure his contract too. That would have to be part of the deal to back end stuff. Um, then you can build up that defense for two years in a row. You have your offense. You've lined up Josh Jacobs, hopefully. And then in year two, then you could start talking about, hey, this team could make a run deep in the playoffs if they've done everything right. well. So, so that's the difference. That's the nuances. It's not black and white, easy one decision, easy the other decision. Uh, and I think that's where sometimes you and I disagree with fans because they look at things in that yeah, more simplistic and absolutes. And I'm trying to say the same thing you are, which is, look, if you can get Aaron Rodgers, great, as long as it doesn't cost you the future. Exactly. And that's all we're saying. Don't mortgage Aaron Rod. Don't mortgage the future for one year of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Like you said, you if you get Aaron Rodgers for just one year, you're hoping to catch lightning in the bottle for 2023 because then you don't know what's going to happen after that. But with a two-year commitment, you could say, okay, even if we go nine and eight in 2023, will we improve? Now, as you said, now we have deep. We have guys who've spent two years in the deep. Have one full year in the defense. We can. We have another draft here. We have more cap space we can spend and we have a second year to build on what we have with Aaron Rodgers so I think that makes more sense versus again one year with lightning in the bottle absolutely so there you go we just we just laid out the blueprint you're welcome well if you want to send us thank you cards just send us thank you cards we'll take them all right we're going to step aside take our final break when we come back we're going to talk about Josh Jacobs yes you all want to pay Josh Jacobs but how do the Raiders pay him do they give him a contract or do they tag him this year, give themselves time to negotiate with him, and also, by the way, uh, see if he can repeat what he did last year, at least close to it, uh, and say, all right, you've really earned your money, and maybe even give him a contract midway through uh, next year if he's doing really well. Who knows? We'll see. But we'll talk about that. Uh, Josh Jacobs is the subject of our final segment here. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, please do so wherever you get it. Uh, as well. I'm also going to put in a cheap plug. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my Rock Mysteries t-shirt. That's one of my other shows. Uh, it's a music podcast, Rock Mysteries. Check it out wherever you get it. Second season is coming in April. Coming in April. Mo is really excited. He keeps emailing me every day about it. I, I keep telling him, dude, I can't do two shows that much at once. I can't give me time. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate your support there as well. When we come back, it's Josh Jacobs here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast.